Welcome again to Relative Reaction. Hello, hello. As always, I'm your host, Travis. I'm Mama Brian. And we thank you so much for joining in with us, listening in to yet another fun week here at Relative Reaction. Yep, yep. Uh, make sure you are checking us out on our Facebook page, Relative Reaction, our Twitter replay, Twitter page, Relative React I. Uh, you can email us, relativereaction2018 at gmail.com. We absolutely love hearing from you. I'm not going to oh, lie. Yes. I've been kind of sad. These last few weeks have been kind of quiet. And yeah. I'm kind of getting sad about that. I like hearing from y'all. I like yes. having the kinfolk all talking and conversing amongst themselves. I right. like hearing what you have to say about not only the podcast, but the stories and what what are you thinking of the package thoughts the special mm-hmm. of the month all that kind of stuff we absolutely love hearing all the that. goodies so make sure you're going over to any of those outlets and letting us know how you feel make sure you go over to our facebook page or not our facebook page or itunes page or wherever you listen to your podcast that honestly right. there's so uh, many of them now give us that five star review and a comment that helps us out tremendously i cannot yeah. even begin to say how much that really really helps us yes amazingly amounts uh, yeah of help. It, 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 like i said i truly cannot even begin to say just how much that really aids us um other than that though i guess we'll get into the heat of it how's yeah, your week yeah. been going um i've had a very good week actually good Nice good week, my honey turned 50, so we yes, had a nice little celebration. That was nice getting to be there for my dad's 50th and yeah. be able to hang out with him and go out to eat with him and have everybody there and all. That was really nice. It was. Yeah, it was it, good food, too. Yeah. Super good food. Yes, yes, yes. I like the melting pot. If y'all get a chance to go, go. Yeah, well worth it. It's expensive, but it is, it is worth pricey, it. It's worth but it it's... for the special occasions, i.e. Yes. 50th birthday. If you have an anniversary coming up, I'm telling you guys right now, you can't lose taking your girl, wife, no. whatever, out to the melting pot. And I guarantee you, you ain't leaving that place hungry. It's a little pricey, but you ain't walking out of there looking for a place to get an ice cream or something. You will be so stuffed. Oh, no, because they give you, I mean, appetizers, main, dessert, all included. Salad. Yeah, that's right. They do. They give you a salad, too. And they let you, like, not on your main entree with the meats, but the dessert and appetizers, you can refill that thing as many times as you want. Mm -hmm. I've never had enough hunger to refill it, but they always offer. Right. They always come around and ask me, do you want more dippers? And I'm always like, no. No. I want, but no. No, I, I won't die. be able to finish the others if I... No. <laughs> it, they, I love getting it. And they always have so many good, like, sauces to... To choose to from, yes. It doesn't just have one dip. I mean, you got, like, a menu to choose No, usually from. I'm pretty good without sauces, but they got so many to choose from. Like, you want to try a little bit of every sauce, and then you kind of turn into liking half of them. Yes. And, yeah, it, it's a spiral. It's a good thing. It's, it's a, a good it's thing. A good you get a chance, go. Uh, we got to come home to some fun stuff, though. <gasps> yeah, that was a little different. We were I gone. didn't even like the drive home. I kept my eyes closed. Oh, yeah, that was fine. I was driving, and that's not why you kept your eyes closed. Let <laughs> <laughs> make that clear. It's well, not, uh... was not my driving. <clears throat> um, no, I 
even as the person driving was sitting there for the majority of the time, really just grabbing the wheel and praying that I was still on the road because I couldn't see shit. It was an unbelievable downpour. I could see when they say, like, flash floods and the storm only lasts, you know, 15 minutes. I could see why it floods. It was coming down that heavy. Yeah, I I truly could not see where I was going. I was looking maybe three feet in front of my car and the little, like, white lines to... They have the little, like... I don't know, little bumps there, the mm-hmm. reflector bumps. I was just guiding myself with those because I couldn't see anything else in the road. So I was really guiding myself with knowing that if my driver's side tire was just to the right of them, that meant I was in the center of my lane. And, and I that's know... how I drove. And I just guided by that, basically staring down in the middle of the road going, I'm just guiding through that. And I know your dad said people were stopping. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of people who stopped off the side of the road. Yeah. I was debating it many, many times. Uh, I wouldn't have blamed you at all. <laughs> I was, yeah. And then we got back to our town. And mind you, we were not gone all day for this dinner. We were only gone for about, I would say, about five hours. And the place that we went to was just over an hour away. Right. So that's including travel time there, back. Right. The dinner we had there, there was a group of people. So we were sitting out talking afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know, your typical, you know, when you get a meetup yes. like that. Right. So maybe five hours. When we left, I had my sunglasses on to leave, to drive out. By the time we got back, the road by our house to to cut in was closed. Yep. And we were like, well, that's really weird. As we're saying this, a volunteer fire department <laughs> car comes out with a boat attached to it. Yeah. Yep, we're yep, like, yep. that's really not freaking good. <laughs> So then we have to go... You never want to see that. ...around the long way home and then only find out that road's closed, but yeah. people are going past it. So we're like, well, let's see if it's, like, only closed up the way. And we were able to get past that and then, like, zigzag through the not-closed roads mm-hmm. to get over to our house. And that was uh, an entertaining and because entertaining thing to come home to. all happened so quick, it's not like it's public notice all the roads that are closed no, you know what i mean they, they had just put happening. out the yes it so. was as we were and i mean what's crazy is we were driving through all that rain on the way back by the time we hit our town it was not raining again Mm-mm. it was down to this very light drizzle or yeah. no rain we walked in from the car where it was just a drizzle yeah everywhere around us was either drizzle or no rain at all right so that all happened in that time while we were gone it was insane. Definitely, <laughs> definitely crazy. The weather is crazy. And that was just to get to y'all's house to drop you off. To get to my house, I guess, about about a block away from where I just bought my house at. The road was closed as well. And that and there was a there was a little restaurant down there and it was up to their door. And they have, like, the like three stairs to get in. Like, you mm-hmm. walk up three stairs and get in the door. It was up all those stairs to the door. It was, it, yeah. Some fun. Some fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just so weird because you didn't think anything of it. Because, like you said, it wasn't like it was out and about because it just happened. Right. We didn't know anything about it. We literally left for dinner, came back to that. We were like, what the fuck? Even home, check Facebook and you see all these photos. Yes. You're like, what the hell did I miss? The hell went on while I was eating. Yeah. 
definitely, definitely crazy. Uh, I got to go to one of my cousins. He graduated this last year. He's, he's up in New York. He came down. We had a little party for him. So that yes, was fun to be part of. Madame. That was really awesome to see. Really yes. good food. That was probably some of the best food that's, I've ever had at a graduation party in my life. That's because my brother-in-law made it. Yeah. I think he could literally go, like, on Iron Chef and give a little run-up for their monies. I think he's that good. I really do. I ain't even lying. I'm not saying it just because he's my brother-in-law. I mean it. No, he would be good on one of those ones where they do, like, the home chefs. He would yes. blow them all out of the water. Oh, yeah. Because that's all he's done. He just does it for fun. Mm-hmm. He's just, he does it because he, he likes natural, to cook. He has a natural talent for it. Like I said, that was honestly probably out of every graduation party I've ever been to in my life, probably the best food I've ever had at one. It was delicious. Yes. And then I feel like I'm a broken record. My cat's sick again. <laughs> Same one. Oh, again. Baby. Well, I don't know what I'm going to do. That's my own my own stress test there, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, it's just it's crazy. Did you see Old Town Road tied Despacito and One Sweet Day, the song from Boys to Men back in the 90s, featured uh, Mariah Carey. Just tied him for most weeks at number one on Billboard's Top 100. Small Town Road. Old Town Road. Old Town Road. I'm gonna take my horse to the whole town <gasps> oh, I'm gonna okay, yes. Ride. All right. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's, That's the Lil sex. Uh-huh. So he just hit another big milestone right there. That's a good tune, though. And then I saw this meme throughout this last week. I absolutely love it. This house got demolished, I guess, or whatever. And someone, like, it was, like, tilted side, like, the roof was facing the road. Essentially, they demolished it down. And someone took spray paint, spray paint on the roof, got the spider. Oh, I did see that. That's awesome. Yes. That yes. is <laughs> quite possibly the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Yes, I did see that. Made me think of you. The only thing that might be better than that that i seen in my life was also this week. And that was somewhere in Europe. I can't even remember where. Maybe the Netherlands or something. Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, joined in in a mosh pit. There was like an EDM festival, and he jumped into the mosh pit. Oh, my Lord. It was hilarious <laughs> to watch this video. I'd have ran out people, of there screaming. I'd have been like, no! And all these people are like freaking out like, oh, my God, it's Shaq. <laughs> yeah, but he's in the, I don't want a mosh pit with Shaq. I love Shaq. You know I love Shaq. But I ain't getting in a mosh pit with him. I... He'd step on me. He probably would. <laughs> but I thought it was pretty awesome nonetheless. It was a damn good video to watch, let me tell you. Uh, we are on episode 57 this week. Yeah. 57, it was the initial number for Lightning McQueen. As a nod to the creator it. being born in 1957. Uh-huh. But it was later changed to 95 upon release, which we all know uh-huh. today. Heinz 57 is a brand famous worldwide yeah. and especially close to home for us at the mm-hmm. podcast. The fabulous 57 were disc jockeys back in the New York back in New York City back in the 60s. Oh. Carnegie Hall is located on West 57th Street in New York. And lastly, the climax for the movie Eraser happens on Pier 57. Ooh. Now time for this week's episode. Ka-chow. <laughs> I love it. I try. I like it. <laughs> 
I always love hearing what your facts are going to be. And have you ever seen the movie Eraser? Because I've heard of it. No, I've never, I've never seen, seen, it. seen it though. No. See, I was reading the facts. I'm like, wow. I've still never. I've never seen this movie. Mm-mm. I thought you were going to say, have you ever seen uh, Cars? Well, yeah. Like, well, duh. All of them. I've seen them all. <laughs> But I've never seen Eraser, and like doing these facts, it made me realize that shit, I've never seen that movie. I've never seen it. It's a big movie. Yeah. How have I never seen that movie? I don't know how I never have. It's been around for you, figure what? It's been around now. Oh, yeah. It was back in the 90s, I think. Yeah, I think it's been around for 20, definitely. Because I, I, on, I honestly think it was in the 90s when it came out. Yeah. Because it was right as like Schwarzenegger's real prime was mm. was going through in movies and all. Something tells me your dad probably seen it while he was TDY somewhere. Probably. And so I never watched it because he already seen it. Would probably be my guess, to be honest. I'm like, eh, he already seen it. I'll watch something else that we can watch together. That uh, that would make sense. So that is probably what happened. That would actually yeah, that would that would be a very, really good explanation as to why not. But I'll see that. I'm like, man, I kind of want to go watch that. It's, it's a normal movie. It's got to okay, be. I'm not a huge action buff fan, but... I would no. see that movie. And and I don't think I like I've him. ever heard anything bad about it, to be honest. No. I honestly, no. Yeah. Anyway. I haven't heard like a ton of reviews, but everything I've no. heard was always people that liked it. Right. I don't know. Uh. Okay. For my first story, I got some fast food actors. That's right, right, baby. Fast food actors. Get it? Fast food actors. Okay. Some actors have invested their fortunes rather wisely in fast food chains. I mean, they're not going away anytime soon. (laughs) Yeah, really. Now, some of these names are going to surprise y'all. Now, I know a lot of you know Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg. He opened up the Wahlburgers. I've always wanted to go to a Wahlburger. So have I. It's got now 19 locations, and it's international because they have one in Europe and one in Canada. Really? Yeah, so they're guess, quite popular. Let me guess, probably in London or something. Probably, if I had to guess. I could see him opening one up in London as well. Mm-hmm. I knew he had the Canadian one, because I remember hearing about that, opening up in Canada. I would like to try one. I would like to go to one. I would like to go to Wahlburgers. Supposedly, it's super good. Is it? I've heard that it's actually worth going as well, not just for the name, but it's just actually for, yeah. really no, I'd good I'd like food. to go. i got to be honest. And we were just talking about Shaq in the mosh pit. Well, he also owns 17 Auntie Anne pretzels. My man. Yeah, baby. I love him. And he owns one Krispy Kreme donut, too. I like Shaq. So you got to just love Shaq. He's got to keep up that physique. Big ass sports guy. What does he own? (laughs) Auntie Anne's and a Krispy Kreme. Yeah. My kind of man. No wonder I've always loved him. Although 17 Auntie Anne's, that's like what, two malls? Yeah, really. <laughs> there's like 12 in every fucking mall you go to. There, there's like three on every floor. Yeah. And I mean, I, I love but Auntie Anne's. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I have often wondered how the hell, because there is legit, you could be in just a normal sized mall and there will be at least three stands. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, how are they all going, have two people at every stand? And still making money because that's and even the mall's in, not that big. It's a mall. Even in malls where there's like three story stores left. Yeah, there's still Auntie Anne's. There's a, still an Auntie Anne that's always kicking. Always. Because <laughs> they're damn good. That's what it is. And then you walk in the mall and you smell pretzels and you're like, "Well, I gotta have one now, damn it." I go to the mall because I know I can get Auntie Anne's. There you go. 
<laughs> okay, there's Jimmy Buffett. Now we all know about Margaritaville's he owns everywhere. Also owns several Krispy Kremes. I could not get a de really? definite number. Yeah. He owns like lots of Krispy Kremes. I did not know that. Yeah. I guess all those margaritas make you want some donuts. I don't think it's the margaritas with Jimmy Buffett that's making him want donuts. You think? <laughs> it might be what he's having with the margarita. <laughs> After, huh? Yeah. <clears throat> Drew Brees, sure the football. The yeah. <laughs> the football star owns several Dunkin' Donuts. I guess he didn't get the memo on Krispy Kremes like the other actors. America doesn't run on Dunkin'. Apparently it runs on Krispy Kreme if you're a sports person. <laughs> I'm telling you. But, hey, a Dunkin' Donuts, a Dunkin' Donut. They do make pirate donuts around here, and they're damn good. Oh, he probably has St. Donuts. I'm going to guess his locations. Oh, yeah. Probably Doug Dyer. Kind of is... Big name for them. <laughs> yeah. Pitbull, one of my favorites, owns several Miami grills and a steakhouse. That's an odd thing to throw in there. Yeah. The Miami that grills, I can see. Cause yeah, I, I can see it because he is Miami. I, exactly. You know. Right. He, you know, he has great hometown pride for Miami. Oh, yes, very much And so. I could see him owning, like, a Cuban-style grill and yes. an ode and back. he owns, there's several Miami grills around there that he owns. It's like, uh, yeah, plus a steakhouse, and I'm not really which, sure. Which, that one just throws yeah. me off. <laughs> I'm not sure how that got in there, but whatever, it's I mean, people. don't get me wrong, you need steak, <laughs> but this is just a weird thing to throw in there at the end. What can I tell you? Rick Ross owns oh, a Checkers. <laughs> of course. I freaking love checker fries. That is very fries. fitting that he owns checkers. Yes. I do. I love checker fries. They still have the peel on them, those kind of fries. Uh -huh. <laughs> you get a big old cup of them suckers. You don't see much of them around. They're not they're up just north. Down the south. They're down south. Because I was like, when I grew up in Georgia, we had a checkers right down the street. Yeah. I used to go over there and get the fries all the mm -hmm. damn time. Because it was right across from Crystal's. Mm -hmm. Another place that I have yet to see like in years, but I used to like Crystal's too. Yeah, they don't. I don't think they're northerner neither. I think they're like the White Castle of the South or yeah, whatever. But we don't have a White Castle or crystals over here. No, we really don't. You are correct, sir. Oh well, what you gonna do? Venus Williams. What do you think she would own? This is so Venus Williams. Oh wow. Okay, now you, now you're gonna make me feel bad. Like <laughs> shit, a she smoothie store of some sort. She owns a Jumbo Juice. Really? I would high-five you right oh, now, boy. That I was am so awesome. proud of myself. You should. I'm proud of my boy. I pulled that out of my ass in the <laughs> middle of the thin air. That's awesome. I am so proud of myself I right think now. that is just very Venus Williams, isn't it? I'm Jumbo obviously, juice. if that was the only thing I could think of, what is Venus Williams? Oh, I'm going to feel stupid. I'll get this. I don't know, smoothies? Yes, <laughs> yes. Jumbo Juice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I went to a Jumbo Juice once. I didn't really... I've never been to one. I went once. I didn't really care for my drink, so... I like smoothies. I mean, stores. it may have just been the drink I got, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. you can get all these little additives and such in it, and I think I may have went overboard with the additives, and it just tasted nasty. I've done that before at places where I get a little too over-eager. Yeah, I think it was me Because everything I want to try, juice. and then I need to realize sometimes that, how about you try this in multiple Yeah, that's what I said. I think it was more me than the jumbo juice. Yeah, well. I do that all the time where I work. You can create your own in a lot of foods. Mm -hmm. And I, you can always tell when someone just like adds everything. I'm thinking to myself, this looks 
gross. <laughs> but I'm guessing they're probably out good. there at the menu making it going, oh, I can have this Oh, and that this sounds and this good. And that this. sounds good. And I'll try one of those. I'm like, all these are probably good. Separately. Though I don't know, your dad brought me home a mint shake from your place. Mint chocolate chip shake. Yeah. And he put a touch of cookies and cream in it. Oh, that was so good. I wanted to lick the glass on the straw. It was. I do like that. I've had that one before. Oh, that's good. Magic Johnson. That's right. The Magic Man owns 29 Burger Kings. I was right with burgers. You were right. (laughs) He owns 29 Burger Kings. Do you believe that? Why would he be Burger King? I don't know. Come on, Magic. He also owns a Best Buy. What the fuck? I don't know where the two make the connection. So I'm a fast food. Oh, he owns a Best Buy, too. Yeah. He's like, eh, throw Best Buy in there. What the hell? I got 29 burgers already. Homeboy likes games. I guess so. Kind of like Shaq over there owning all these Andy Ann's and a Krispy Kreme. I like donuts. Yes. I like donuts. Throw that shit up in there, too. <laughs> oh, now, this one, the last one is just for Travis. Hank Aaron uh, got owns Hank. what's your favorite chicken place in the world? Ooh, my favorite. Are we going to go with Zaxby's or are we going to go with Popeye's? 20 Popeye's. I was like, because it, it, it depends. If we're just talking yes. like straight chicken strips, <laughs> Zaxby's all day. But if we want like my actual fried chicken that I love, I can live off of Popeye's. I drive, I can tell you exactly how far the nearest Popeye's is to me. It's like 36 minutes. <laughs> I know how to get there. I just thought that was cool. I'm like, Hank Aaron, of all people, owning 20 Popeye's. That is great. I I just thought that was a neat little list of how actors now are really getting into the kind of fast food. Or yeah. donuts, as we see. Yeah. I'm going to guess the stars really love donuts, damn it. I mean, I guess because it costs so much to like start the, to own a franchise. Right. The startup cost is insane. Mm-hmm. But if you're someone like them that have all that money, you make so much money owning a franchise. Oh, yeah, because all the names are established. If you do it correctly and you open it in the correct spot, mm-hmm. like you make hand over fist the part where people can't get in at and the pe- reason why more people don't do it. You can't afford the startup. Right. The startup's a bitch. Let you alone have like owning least, 20. Yeah, you gotta have at least a quarter million to start a franchise. Right. In the bank, not, oh, I could get credit for it. No, 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 Your assets have to equal at least a quarter million to open up a cheap franchise. Right. Nobody has that just laying around. But if no. you can get into it and you can manage it, that's shit, the way you to make go. Money. Yeah. I bet you all these people are living pretty nice off of it. Seriously. I knew one person that did it, and he, I mean, he makes money hand over fist now. Yeah. The Once hardest they part get was it, getting it open. Once he got right. it. Right. Because the name's already established for you. Uh-huh. Everybody's heard of Auntie Anne's, Burger King, Popeye's. And you give it between three and five years, you go from being in debt from building it and all. Right. You're already in the green within three or five years. That's not that long to wait for a turnaround. No, that's a good turnover, actually. You know what I mean? You figure five years, okay, now you went from being in debt to making money, and now it's just Now it's all going to be gravy. Yeah, because now it all is just keeping everything maintained. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool shit. Cool. Go get not... them fast food. I still want a Wahlberger. But... Yeah. That's not even <laughs> recent, but I'm that, that was a really cool story. <laughs> well, I mean, recent, yes, but not like... News recent. No. I like that. Yeah, I just thought it was kind of cool. 
I, I honestly did not know that about many of them. It all started with me wanting to go visit a Wahlburger. <laughs> and then I thought, well, if Mark Wahlberg's doing it, I wonder how many other stars are kind of putting... I was trying to find, like, stars who have their own places. Which but there are out there. I found this, and I just really but like this. those ones anymore are usually the ones that... That go under. Yeah. I mean, you got Toby Keith's Bar and Grill. Mm-hmm. Uh... Well, Rascal Flatts had one that almost made it. As we were talking about on the podcast, what was it, about right. six months ago? That, But there was someone else that has another big name that had one that went out. Uh, like an established yeah, name and went out. I can't remember who Dolly it was. Dolly Parton one. had one that went out. Kenny Rogers had her. one that went out. Kenny Rogers, yeah. So, Maybe it's just a country music thing. Maybe. Those were all country artists. Maybe, Maybe if you country, don't open up shit. No, don't. Stay away. Buy Burger King. Yeah, open up an amusement park. That <laughs> yeah. seems going well, fucking well. That's going well for Yeah, she's doing good. She's doing <laughs> Stick good. Stick with that. Well, my first story of the week is going to be the gamer life. All right. And this is going to talk about a father who pulled his son out of school so he can focus on video games. Yeah, yeah, oh, you heard oh, that right. Oh, all right. In a time when parents all around the world are becoming increasingly concerned about how much time they're children are spending in front of a computer screen playing a yeah, video game you kind of try to cut that in front down of the tv and having a tv parent and mm-hmm. always being attached to your your cell phone screen and all these screens uh one canadian father is uh kind of going the other direction with it i don't know he how I feel about this is supporting his son's esports career and going as far as pulling him out of school so he can dedicate more time to video games get the how old is this boy 16 David Herzog, a 49-year-old entrepreneur from Sudbury, Canada, has been kind of, kind of taming his son his entire life for this. Um, His son Jordan uh, has an esports career for over a decade already. A longtime gamer himself, Dave claims that putting a gaming controller in his son's hand when he was just three years old and it didn't take long for him to show that he had a true gift of gaming. By the age of 7, he was already a skilled Halo player, and at the age of 10, he was already dominating local gamers that Dave himself had put in contact with him. But when it was Jordan who won his first Halo tournament, which earned him over $2,000 worth of gaming apparel, that Dave really realized that his son could actually make a career out of it if he wanted. A light bulb went off, he said. (laughs) Once he started winning, it was easy to go all in. 16-year-old Jordan, or Crimes, Herzog, as his gamer tag is, is already one of the world's most successful Fortnite players and having already qualified for this year's World Fortnite Championship along with only 200 other players from around the world. He stands to win a share of the $30 million prize pool. Damn. But while his father claims that he has an innate gift for gaming, his success is not all talent. Jordan spends between 8 to 10 hours every day playing Fortnite. He eats in front of his computer so he can watch YouTube videos and talk with his teammates. He attends classes or school classes online so he doesn't lose too much time away from the keyboard. Dave Herzog took Jordan out of school last year over the initial protests of his mother, but doesn't regret his decision one bit. In fact, after Jordan qualified for this year's main Fortnite tournament, he emailed the school, his old school, to let them know how much money Jordan stands to win if he makes and places well enough in this tournament. There was some controversy surrounding his decision, obviously. Well, yeah with people accusing him of child abuse, but he claims it was only a matter of perception. 
If it was sports or piano, people would have been fine with it, but because it's video games, it's abuse, he says. In my head, I was just thinking that. I was just sitting there going, I can't believe he's doing all this for video games, but the things parents have done over their kids in sports, like gymnast and stuff, yeah, is amazing. It's, it's crazy. And it is, according to me, child abuse. I think it is. Well, the 49er admits that it because of the, the lifestyle Jordan may not experience like a normal, regular teenager growing up. He said, I'm not an idiot. I know there's social interactions that you, me, most people had that he's going to miss out on. But he's got a major moment right now, and we've got to take advantage of it. As for Jordan... He feels lucky to have a father that supports him the way Dave does. He himself is aware that he is missing out on a lot of things like sitting around with friends at school, but he has come to see that this is just a necessary sacrifice. His goal is to make enough money and not have to work for the most of his life. And if that means spending most of his time in his room playing video games, then so be it. So then he can spend his life alone with all his money. Well, crime so far has earned around $60,000 from gaming, which his father plans to invest on his behalf for him. But this is only the beginning. Dave believes his son has a chance to build a lucrative career for himself that one day will come with fame, pride, and earnings that could reach into the millions. I just, I, I'm, I see so many things wrong with this. I really do. I can't help it. At first, I see he is teaching his son that nothing is mightier in this life than a dollar sign. Or in his case, whatever the Canadian... It's a Canadian dollar. Okay. Then the dollar sign. I feel he's doing that right off the bat. He is teaching this boy from a very young age that, hey, friends will come and go, experience will happen or not happen, but you, you're going to make money and that's all that matters in this life. But on the on the devil's advocate side of that, what about, I mean, this is, it's not that he is forcing his child to play video games by any means. Not, you know, like putting it, you know, you will play this. This is something that obviously his son thoroughly enjoys as well. As he, I'm he not saying that the son doesn't have any talent. So what if this is his lifelong dream is to become a video game star in the esports world? He started him at three. You cannot tell me that boy knew his lifelong dream at three. No, but you can tell... At three, you want to be a freaking rainbow unicorn with sparkles flying out your ass. No, but have you ever seen some of these prodigies of, like, basketball or something? That yes. Picked up a ball at the age of three and had an innate talent. And I'm not saying don't... If you see your child and they have this special talent... I'm not saying don't hone on it, you know what I mean? Don't try to form it or anything. Or we'd be missing a lot of famous stars on different athletes and all. But I'm saying don't make that their entire life focus. And I think that's what he's doing to them. Or him, sorry. Not them. I just look at it this way. Like, look at, and, and the world that it's really big in is in the Hollywood-style world. When it comes down to actors and actresses or mm-hmm. singers, mm-hmm. they a lot of times go into cyber school at like 15, right. 14 because they're either on a set if they're an actor because they started making it big or mm-hmm. they're starting to tour because they're a famous singer. If you let that go until they're 18, 19, a lot of times those opportunities aren't there anymore. 
I and what understand if he's that. This, yes, he now has this opportunity to be in this. It, what sounds like a very prestigious competition. I don't know much about Major League Gaming. I, I know it's a thing. I know there's a lot of money to be had. I could not tell you the specifics. I would this have sounds to... like the prestigious tournament for right. it of the world right. where only the top 200 people in the world are going to go in on it, and he's already qualified. And so there's... obviously he has you know, a, 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 a chance right. to really get into something now. What if that chance isn't there in two or three years once he graduates? And I'm not saying he's not talented by any. He obviously has a knack for these games. There's yeah, no he's doubt. obviously good. <laughs> yes, that goes without even saying. But what I'm saying is, more often than not, but not always, when children are driven into one thing, it's mostly due to the parents, not the child. You know, like either children actors children musicians children athletes i think a lot of that is driven by parents more so than the child oh i could definitely see what you mean by and that there's there nothing many wrong. opportunities or i mean many like stories of that like look right. at michael jackson for instance exactly I mean, my god that kid was literally abused not just mm -hmm. what people may think is abuse what no he was like literally had physical abuse for his singing career at the age of what fucking five when it started right so obviously there are many many stories of that uh mm -hmm. venus and serena williams you were just talking about venus earlier right. i their father they say growing up yes was you know very much about that so That's it's a, definitely out there it's what i'm saying and and there are some children who do know what they want at a young age you know what i mean there are children out there who are like this is what i want mom i want to be a singer like justin bieber i do believe he had that oh yeah he was found on youtube because right. his mom posted the video up exactly that's something and there are people like him that literally know what they want at a young age and he had the drive to go and do it but he missed but not only him but many people miss out on so much of the regular things in life when they do this. They try to grow up so quick. Yes. It's like they they don't get to experience childhood, experience going hanging out with your friends and riding the bikes up and down the road. You know, just things that may not mean a hill of beans at the time, but when you're later on in life, you're like, oh, those were fun times, or those were, you know, times where you grew yeah i just i look at it this way is if he waits on those times he may not mm -hmm. ever get this time that's true and if this is truly his decision then and i'd I be say behind it's it his because just from the interview with like at the end when they asked him what he thought it does sound like it's also his but the thing that and, makes me think wanting. it's not totally his is the mother was against it and they went against her will anyway yeah so that makes me give a little, like, mm, maybe Mama's seen something we didn't see. I don't know. I guess I would be more angry if he was taken out of school, period, but he's still in an online school. Yes, yes, exactly. I would have been I think more I would upset be more had he had no if schooling. It was, oh, we're taking you out of school to do this full time. No, 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 no. You don't get to not have school. Right. You still need to have school for a reason. Right. So I guess maybe that's why I'm less. I don't know. I'm very torn. Yeah, I can see to why say, this is controversial. I yeah, really can. 
I am. I'm very torn because I want to say, like, that's dumb, you know, it's video games. But on the flip side, I also realize that I'm apparently thinking like an old person because this truly is a career now. This is oh, no yes. longer the days when it was just an arcade video game. These, this is a legit... Or when you laughed when someone said they were a gamer. You're like, ha that's cute. Yeah, it's, this is I no longer that, just yes. what you do in your free time. This is an actual major league gaming is a thing. Right. You know, eSport League is a, a few, thing. A few this weeks is... ago, we were watching it on yeah. television. <laughs> exactly. It's no longer just a an entertainment source. No, no. You no. know what I mean? It truly is. So I... I Gotta you remember literally that can as well. make a life at it. Yes, that yes. many people do. And a very good life at that. Very good life. Um, so, I don't know. I, I feel like part of me is torn, but I also think maybe I'm just torn because it sounds so abnormal to hear it. But on the flip side, I'm like, well, what if this was... What if he was a really good singer? Right. What if he was a hell of a good athlete? No, this wouldn't even be a story I would have came across. I wouldn't even no, stumble across it. No, it would have made no news. I, I would have been like, oh, yeah, that. that new kid, that, ju- that, 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 uh, whatever his name is, Justin Jason. I can't even remember his name now. I, know, I, his, know. I know his gamer thing is crimes because I remember that for some reason. Yeah, it's not the good thing to remember, but Jordan, that's it. Jordan. I knew it was a J. That's why I said I knew it was J. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree with you. It would not even be a story that anybody would have heard of had his dad done all this for, say, baseball. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. I, it was very interesting. That's why I wanted to bring it up because it was just so... I just even I was a, torn reading it. Such an issue with parents pushing children to do something. I will say this, and this is not a knock to to my childhood raising or anything, but there is a a good level of pushing them. I truly wish when I was younger that I would have been pushed more to do certain things. That is one of the biggest regrets I have is when I was young and I'm talking about like right before you hit middle school sports, I was very, very good at baseball. Yes, you were. And my parents let me stop it because I don't know, because I'm eight. I had a different change of mind that day. I felt like not doing it. I wish I would have had parents that pushed me and went, no, how about we do this league? If you don't like it again after this year, we'll talk. Or something like along those lines. Well, we did I, make you finish what you started, but once you finished... You always made me finish what I started. I will, yes. I will say that I, I'd done some things I hated in my life, but I always knew I started, I got to finish it. I can Once it's finished, I can, I can rework things. There you go. I'd done that. I tried piano mm-hmm. once in my life. I hated it. I finished out those classes... Not happily, but I did, and I never once complained about, oh, I shouldn't have to finish this. Even as a kid, I was like, no, I need to finish it. I started piano. I need to finish it. I never did you it again also, in my life. However, I, I finished those classes. You were also very good at karate. <laughs> See, I don't remember that one as much. You were... I remember parts four, of karate. five, six, around that time. But, I mean, you were... Your belts, you were getting them... You were learning your routines... And trust me, you practice your routines to no end. I remember you were getting your belts quickly because your routines were so perfect for such a young child. You were even—that's why they would take you to show you, uh, show you off. Your karate teacher, they would go into these places like uh, uh, the one time you went to that place. 
I never got children's... into one big thing that was like for the state of Georgia, and There's I was that, supposed yes. to show off the the latest your, form. Or yes, your I did. latest whatever they're called. I can't even. Remember I know they're called that. forms. Forms. Okay. And well, I no, remember, I remember that to... part of it. Yins went to a home or a summer camp that was for children who had just lost their parents recently. He took you because, like I said, your forms were like so crisp and so perfect for a child. They were never lazy, never, you know what I mean? And the, you just wowed that entire camp. They were all going to keep you. <laughs> I had to, like, take you out under the... I guess I don't get as mad on that one because I remember when that one ended, it was because... The class that I went to, whatchamacallit, broke, not broke up, but, like, everybody kind of left at the same time. Yeah. And there was no one to re-take right. in. Right. It was, like, the very first time, and it wasn't a, a military community, so it happens. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first person, Unfortunately. his father got really sick, and right. he, his father lived, like, three hours away. Right. So he had moved, but... There was someone very willing to take over mm-hmm. who had progressed through the ranks of Taekwondo and right. was up at that level anyway. So he took over and then he PCS'd and there was no one like left to left to that wanted right. to take up because the other two people that were higher up were leaving or were busy. And so they just kind of disbanded. Right. So I guess that one's why I kind of not yeah. as mind on that because I'm like, well, that one just mm-hmm. kind of disbanded on its own. I may have still done. I don't know. I didn't quit that one per se. Kind of. No. Yeah. I think that one quit you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That one kind of stopped correct. where it was. And we didn't have many, many karate halls around us. We had two. The one I went to that disbanded. Right. And then the one that was super expensive that no one could afford. Yeah. That was up the road. I never went to that one because, well, no one could afford that unless you were a, you know, a nice three, three di- or six figure take home style family child or something yeah unless you were taking you know home six figures you weren't just going up to that one no <laughs> those are the only two taekwondo ones around us that i can remember anyway there right. may have been more the only two that i knew of were them yeah so i don't know it's, it's very weird it's very it's just different i mean i have conflicting is what i think the word i'm looking for is opinions on that story that's all that's why i said because i do agree with not you don't want to push them into something so much that they end up hating and resenting it. But on the flip side, I do wish there was enough push. Got it. So I don't know. It's just very... Y'all have to let us know what you think. Because that is yeah. definitely... It just came out. It's very controversial. But then it kind of... Kind of goes to show him. Like he wrote... I, I think it's kind of funny they wrote the school. Probably not the most professional thing. No. But he does make a good point. Hey, all of you are mad at me last year. Look... He stands to win three hundred or what is it, thirty million or whatever. I just like that's that's a big a yes, big sum for him to is. be winning. But the article to me, the father focuses entirely too much on a dollar. Yeah. And I do not like that when it comes to children because you are teaching them lifelong lessons when they're children. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I would. I believe he is teaching his son that the rest of life is okay, that's good, but the most important thing in life is how much money's in your wallet. And I don't think that's the way you should teach a child. Fair. Fair. I, I would agree with that as well. I really would. Interesting. Okay, good one. All right. We're going to dive on into package thoughts, and I'm really glad this isn't visual because then you can see Mama Brandon 
visibly trying to dive into the package thoughts there. It's like a bad version of the village people. Have you all never seen Beach Blanket Bingo? (laughs) Annette Fonicello. No one's ever seen that in the last 50 years. Beach Blanket Bingo. And that is all I know from that. I've never seen All I Know is that saying. (laughs) We're going to start calling her Grandmama Bryn. Grandmama Well, as we dive on into this week's package thoughts, as always, we have joining us Dr. Marina Aqua. Aqua. How are you doing this week, Doctor? Good. It's been raining every day. Damn it. Yeah. Did you did you like the floods that we were talking about earlier? Mm-hmm. I think the only person we were talking about all those floods coming back earlier is uh, she's happy about it. She went swimming, went into the boat. <laughs> Got to swim in all those nice, clean floodwaters. I took my cats out. <laughs> I I have a feeling the cats probably just sink. Cats can swim. You know that, right? I've met your cats, though. <gasps> those I'm are my pretty cats. sure they would sink. Well, the boys might sink. They're a little heavy. They're no yeah. offense, guys. Um, fat floats, first of all. Oh, okay. Then they're floating for sure. <laughs> Yeah, they're going to float upside down. Also, I like when cats swim because they look like little drowning rats. <laughs> that was oddly demented. I don't know if it was meant to be so demented, but it did not sound pleasant. Uh, so what are we trying this week? Water. This week? <laughs> yeah, water. This week we're trying Voss. Okay. Now I've seen the expensive this water. This is one of the common most ones. expensive waters. It's super it really? common. Everyone's tried it before. See, I listen seen it, here, Doctor Shit. I've seen it <laughs> a million times, but I've never tried Voss. because you don't drink water, and there's no flavor in it for you. Correct. <laughs> Although I don't like, like I open it up to pour some in our cups. The it's like I don't know. My mouth's not big enough to gulp this. <laughs> You, I know yours probably. You is. don't you're gulp it. it. You sip. Like normal people sip water. <laughs> yeah, but you're like sipping from a pitcher. <laughs> no, you're sipping from a weird. I've done it with beer, but never with water. That's because you don't drink water. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Valid. I'm just saying, it's like drinking from a pitcher the size of it. It does have like a big opening. <laughs> There's no <laughs> nice way to put this. <laughs> the hole is big. Voss is a slut. Oh, sorry. Yeah. It just sounds slutty. Is it inappropriate Voss. to call it a Mormon after marriage? <laughs> oh, I love you, doctor. <laughs> now, while this is one of the most expensive, this is also supposed to be one of the purest. So what makes it so much more pure than regular filtered? All the filtering and shit they do. Well, what do they do that's special? Doesn't everybody filter it? The one filtered it for, what was it, like fucking 70 years down a rock? It's like how it's like how cell phone companies all say that they're the largest and most reliable. Yes. All water bottles say that they're the purest and most filtered. This is from Norway. The southern tip of Norway this water comes from. It has been aquified deep beneath the water. Aquified? Earth. Earth. Okay. I'm like deep beneath water. How's it filtering itself? I'm now I'm even more confused. Okay. Sponsor us, boss. There it's been filtered through lo- layers of rock, sand, 
all natural filter Sediment. from the air. The so it has though. no pollutants in it. Oh. How do you filter through the air? What is it, just like through a waterfall? I don't know. How do you filter through air? Not Doesn't all. all water basically filter through air? Alright, so let's, let's, let's see if this is more... Okay, this one is supposed tasting. to be clean, fresh taste. Super clean. Fresh. I feel like that's like the overall statement for, for water. <laughs> this has been filtered by air, damn it. It's good stuff. I will say this is the... I don't know if I can say lightest, because it's not like any more heavy. But like this does have a... A very clean taste, doesn't it? Like a very... It tastes like all filtered water. I think this one tastes different. This one tastes... I just feel like it tastes really light. Like, I don't have a taste with this one. Yeah. As much as the other one. It's just, like, gulping air. Apparently, it's that air filter. See? Like, it's, it's not my favorite. It's the no. most expensive, and it's nowhere near my favorite. For that price. No. I still think the best one was probably the cheapest one we've had so far. Was that Aqua Pino one. Okay, yeah, that one was good. That one was... I actually could drink that. Like, willingly. Happily. Without anybody pressuring you. Pretty much. <laughs> Did you know there are 443 million school days are lost every year due to waterborne diseases? Really? I did not know that. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize that there was so Everyone many... drinks water, so if something gets into a water supply, it's right. going to spread really fast. Half of that's like probably a... in Flint. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> or at least in Michigan in itself. Right. <laughs> or, you know, in Africa where they don't have filtered yes. water. Right. Oh, yeah. I guess there's that. <laughs> Half of the world's hospital beds are filled with people who have a waterborne disease. Wow. Yes, half. I half. did not realize That's that. That's a big old chunk. Man. Yeah, because there's so many shitty things out there that make you go to a hospital. I think we just take clean water for granted so much that... Yeah. It is so readily accessible for us. We're so lucky in that aspect, but it's... I don't know. Kind of weird. Right now, there's that flesh-eating bacteria that's a waterborne thing. Yeah. Necrotizing fasciitis. No, I mean, it's... Well, probably, yeah, but it's a specific strain that they've been getting. Yeah, yeah I've seen that there's water. more cases of that recently down, like, uh, over in Florida... Has had a lot of those cases. That's fine. We don't like Florida. Florida. We like Pitbull, though. So can we keep him? Yeah. Okay. Necrotizing fasciitis is one of the few, like, weird oddball diseases that I actually knew of. Only because when I was in, I had to be either a freshman or a sophomore in high school. And we that was, like, a thing. Like, someone was like, you should look up necrotizing fasciitis because then it shows you images. And it is god-awful disgusting Yes. yes. to see the images of it. And, and that name is always stuck with you because, well, it's hard to forget that. When you learn how to say that, you kind of don't forget how to say it. Well, see, my friends in high school were just assholes now, I, I feel like. Because instead of that, they're like, go look up this video on circumcision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Not pleasant. And then you had the two girls, one cup thing that everybody... Oh, I, never, I, never, I never fell for watching that. Nope. Same. No, I was like, no, fuck I you. I mean, I knew what it was, obviously, because that was like a big thing. But oh, Yeah. I think everybody in that, like, five years period knew what the video was. Did they ever trick you into watching Meat Spin? No. <laughs> well, one in every five deaths of children under five are due to unclean water. 
Wow. That's a shame. That is. And yeah, like, like you said, probably probably a big percentage of that is probably all down in like Africa and such where it's not as mm-hmm. there right. isn't they any don't have wells and filtration or nothing that's hmm. a shame that yeah. really is so what do you think about the Voss tastes like water do you think it's it's better than a regular bottle of water do you think it's worth the price or no, no. I mean I like those ones where you can get an entire like 32 pack for a dollar so <laughs> True. Deer Park or something, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Like Deer Park brand. is super cheap. Yeah. I don't think Voss is worth the money. I would no. pass it over. It's got a cool bottle, but... It's, it's not like, even the coolest bottle, though. No. Not even close. I mean, they're... No. I like that Hawaiian bottle, though not the water. The best yeah. so far. <laughs> the Waikiki wa- or whatever yes, it was. Yes, it was all I like the blue bottle, blue. and I was really depressed that it wasn't... You like the uh, one bottle. What's that? Water that had the eternal. Yeah, you was filling up the bottle, man. I, I thought eternally I was going to have to separate that bottle. Oh <laughs> <laughs> huh. well, thank you as always for joining us again this week, Dr. Yep, Marina yep, Aqua. Uh, we have one more week left in July to remind you to hydrate or die. Die! 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 about drinking water and we're going to try I don't know what we have next week but I know we have another one picked out the last one the what is hopefully going to be the cherry on top of this month's package thoughts I hope so because Voss really let me down it really did we started out week two because I was so excited for that Waikiki thingy and it was just kind of yeah let down so you're just mad because it's not blue yes (laughs) yes I am I wanted to drink you know windshield washer fluid I can arrange that Antifreeze is sweet, okay? <laughs> oh, thank you as always. I can't thank wait till next you. week. Uh, maybe we'll learn the last couple facts about the ever mysterious Dr. Marina Aqua. All right, for my second story, I got something weird here. I got non zoo animals. Non zoo animals? Non zoo animals. These are a list of animals you will never see at any zoo for a variety of reasons but interesting and the funny part is when i first got this article and was reading through it to see if i'd like it or not i thought okay this is gonna have a bunch of animals that i've never heard of in my life you know like a orange tipped orangutan slash lemur monkey I feel like a lot of the things you said there were all the same. Yeah, they kind of are. <laughs> but I guarantee you, you have heard of these animals, and that's the funny part to me. I okay. really thought I'm it was going to be a I'm, I'm curious. I'm truly curious to hear more. Now, the first one, it just it hit you. The great white shark. You will find lots and lots of sharks in aquariums and zoos, but you don't find... A great white. Really? Right. You'll find nerf sharks and uh, hammerheads. I swear I've seen like a baby great white. They probably have baby ones, I would think. That's so cool. Why not? Because scientists cannot make these animals survive in captivity. These, they cannot, their wheel cannot be broken to survive in a captive area. They need the ocean. Huh. 
So that is so crazy. Yes, they literally need the ocean. Every they like animal survive. in the world will live longer in captivity because it's constantly right. looked after and has medical attention. It has its food brought to it and all. But no, sharks. They say. Uh, if you put a shark in captivity, an adult shark in captivity, you are lucky if you get a year out of it. Wow. That's wow. Which makes me feel really bad because down in Guam we used to go and visit this one shark thing where he used to feed the shark. It was just like some side old punky dunk along the road kind of thing. Uh, yeah. We all know those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of makes me feel like, how many sharks did we feed? <laughs> that yeah. wasn't just one, was it? Did we really feed one, or we just feed one a week? <laughs> there you go. We're just feeding the meat from the last shark. No, that's wrong. <laughs> I did not mean that. Okay. <laughs> now, this is one animal I hadn't heard of, but if you see it, you would know it. It's called the Saola. It's an Asian, they call it an Asian unicorn. It looks like a gazelle. Okay. Kind of like a orange or burnt sienna gazelle. Okay, sounds pretty. So it's kind of cool. It is. It's very pretty. Anyway, anyway, it is so rarely seen in the wild that they've never been able to capture it, let alone learn anything about it to make it survive in captivity. Yeah. <laughs> like its diet, its life. There's not enough, enough about it knowing with. about it. Huh. It's just, they know they're there, but that's really all they know. They occasionally get to see one and go, oh, oh look at that. That's one. Okay, there it goes. Okay. Now, this one blew me out of the water. I don't know. The great white shark is still, yes, that was still fucking cool. with my mind. I'm not going to lie. A swallow. A bird. Yeah. A swallow. The common swallow. I never once thought, I've been to aviaries everywhere around this world. Aviaries. Not aviaries. Everybody's usually a person's name. Yes. <laughs> and I can't believe that it never dawned on me that with all the birds in these places, I've never seen a swallow. I guess. I just never thought about it because yes. I just assume they're almost too common. But I guess you see finches. Yeah. And finches are just as common just as a swallow. Just as common as a swallow. They say these birds are literally too delicate to thrive in captivity. We all know a bird's bones are hollow to begin with. Yeah. Well, these ones are, like, extra delicate. <laughs> I'm just trying to think they have hummingbirds in captivity. Yeah. I feel like what could yeah, be like more delicate said, than finches, a hummingbird? They have nut hatches, which are tiny. Yeah. <laughs> but for some... And I never realized I'd never seen, not seen, or have seen a swallow in captivity. No. Seen a million swallows. They're out everywhere. Yeah, I... I I've seen them a, a thousand times in my life. That one just kind of blew me out of the water. I'm like, no, uh They're lying. Huh. But they weren't. So they just can't capture them or like what happens they when just, they're in captivity? They can't get them to thrive in captivity because they are so delicate. It's like I, I don't know if we're too much of a manhandler kind of playing thing happening. Ooh, I'm not that's sure. That's so weird. It's weird though. The mountain gorilla. We all know the mountain gorilla. But it is, it is such... An extreme stress level to the gorilla that they can't survive in captivity. They have such an immensely high, high stress level. I think I found my spirit animal. I think you have. I'm a fucking mountain gorilla. Who knew? That's why they live so high up in the mountains away from everybody and everything. Because their stress level is so damn through the roof... That they literally cannot survive with stress. 
I found my spirit animal. There you go. Should I offer him some Cymbalto or just leave him the way he is? I'm going to move in with him. Okay, great, great. Yeah, I feel like I will trust him out because I feel like we're just going to be so alike. Yeah. We're each going to have our own little mountain and be like, You Sup? stay on your side, I'll stay on my side. We'll wave once in a while, all right? Yeah. We'll come together like twice a week to eat and go, what's up? All right. <laughs> that one was kind of cool. I guess it? they are always like silverback gorillas, you see. Yeah. Not the mountain gorilla type. A giant squid. Now, I guess I've never seen a giant squid. In, there's in... never been a giant squid captured alive, which is why there's none in captivity. Yeah. Plenty fishermen and such have been have caught them either in, their, in nets. their nets or whatever, dead. But never been one caught alive, so they can't really study. I guess really that would be study. hard to catch because they when they live... say giant squid, yeah, that's not just like, oh, a name like a giant ant. Like, yeah. they're... Fucking massive. Right. And they live down near the bottom of the ocean. Yes, so they it's do. so far down that we rarely even see them, let alone. Yeah, you usually see them when they wash up because they passed or they're dead. a fisherman <laughs> got it caught in its net. Yes. So the giant squid you won't be seeing in none of your local zoos. Now, this one, I didn't even know it was a freaking animal. I thought it was just a joke from TV. Norwals. Norwal. Norwal, Norwal, yeah. living in the ocean. Well, I didn't know it was real. <laughs> it's a unicorn of the ocean. <laughs> they are too skittish to live in captivity. Huh. So I guess they probably, like the mountain gorilla, probably a little stress high strung. Norwal. <gasps> Norwal. Narwhal. 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 Topeka. Oh, okay, God. no. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, it's an old comic coming back in my head. It's an old, old cartoon, cartoon show. <laughs> That's what I meant. For fucking kids that you saw at the age of goddamn 30. <laughs> I know, and I fell in love with it. Okay. Topeka. I don't even remember what the name of it was. Oh, it was I think hilarious. it was Paws' song for Imaginary Friends. I think you're right. And he just sat back and going, Topeka. Like he was high. It was so funny. All right. Oh, my God. Anyway, <laughs> the pink armadillo. There oh. is too little known about them to guarantee their survival. Hmm. So. And they're cute little things, too. Like little armadillos, but they're pink. And they're cute. Yeah, I can actually see that. Hence the name, Pink Armadillo, huh? Yeah. Okay. And Indri, which is a lemur. Okay. We all know lemurs from crap for others. Crap. Ah, yes. Oh, go me. What was the lemur's name? Zabumafu. Zabumafu. Thank you. Me and, and you and Zabumafu. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> for some reason, they cannot keep this particular lemur survived for over a year in captivity. They just can't do it. Nobody's been able to do it yet. Hmm. It just won't. Perhaps we should stop trying then. Yeah. Before we kill them all out, you think? Yeah. You know, I mean, I, it's a suggestion. That's all I'm saying. And the last one is the Javon rhino. And that's because there's only 63 of those left. So they think it's better left to leaving them in the reserves than to try and put them I in the zoo. I was going to say, a lot of things like that, though, they don't have in zoos, but they do have them in... Reserves, right? Yeah, exactly. They have this giant, like, reserve of, you know, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 acres of land. Yes, exactly. And you let them... They're that, there. And you basically can watch the edges to make sure poachers giant, can't come in. Yeah. And they just 
Right. They live their own wildlife. You basically don't even fence them in because mm-hmm. they just stay in their, their localized area, and all you do is surround them and make sure poachers don't come in. Exactly. You just make sure they stay alive is all, pretty much all you do. Huh. That is so weird. Those are yeah. some interesting facts that I would have never guessed. And please write me and tell me I'm not the only person who didn't know narwhals were real. <laughs> I'm saying. I, I, the great white shark is still like just it's <laughs> that's going to make it hard for me to sleep tonight. <laughs> uh, I got cruel karma as my next story coming up here. I kind of like the title. <laughs> well, a suspected drunk driver slammed into a patrol car. Oh, that's not good. Not usually. And unfortunately, there was a fatality, not from either the officers in the front seat, but from the prisoner that was under arrest in the back seat, and he was under arrest for suspected drunk driving. Hmm. That's where the cool karma comes in at. Things that make you go, hmm. A suspected drunken driver was traveling the wrong way along the Texas tollway when he smashed head-on into the patrol car, injuring the two deputies, and killed their backseat passenger, who was under arrest on suspicious suspicion of drunk driving. <laughs> uh, the crash happened funny. later in the night, uh, and it was caused by another suspected drunk driver. Uh, at the time of impact, our unit was transporting an adult to county jail, and the mail was pronounced uh, DOA, essentially. Both deputies have been transported to hospitals with just fractures, though. Now, they belt them in, don't they? Yeah, I think I've seen them belt them in, like, after they put them in with the handcuffs. Yeah, usually. They be- okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. The deputies are expected to survive their injuries. Uh, the driver of the wrong-way vehicle fractured his leg in the crash. Uh, he is also expected to survive and then going to get taken on a different way. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, the passenger was wearing a seatbelt at the time of the crash. Local media footage and the social media pictures show a white Lexus with the front... I mean, oh. it, it is completely caved in. Uh, and the the trooper's car, I mean, it's the front hood. It, it's gone. Ain't uh, you never heard of Uber? Yeah. The driver of the Lexus has not been named, but they have been charged with felony murder and posh, possibly additional charges, Good depending point. on the status of the deputies on how they come out you know do they come they'll out talk just about injured, the manslaughter they... before it ever gets to court but nonetheless he'll suspect, have something the suspected driver was highly intoxicated according to the shares and has had more than three dwi convictions oh. already i get so tired of hearing about those right and now mind you it Pissed it happened off. on a tollway where the counterflowing traffic was separated by a two foot tall concrete barrier and mind you he was going the wrong way oh, so how the hell he got works. over there god only knows from when uh, this suspect was the one that was driving the wrong way. Has been charged with felony murder, but this is more than his. This is more than his third DWI conviction," uh, said the district attorney's office for Harris County. It was 11:30 at night, and the officers were simply doing their job, protecting us from other people, putting their lives on the line. Uh, this individual wasn't like a wrong turn. Uh, he was going the wrong way for quite a while before he hit these three people. Unbelievable. That's just, it's insane. I get so pissed at drunk drivers. I'm sorry, but I do. I, I don't agree. think, I, there's a lot of things out there to piss me off, but drunk drivers are definitely at the top of that list. Because there's just no freaking need for it. None. There are so many options available. I agree. Nearly 30 people on any given day die in drunk driving crashes. Mm, mm, mm. Which, 
on the silver lining side of it, I guess, if there is one, uh, deaths due to drunk driving have actually fallen by a third in the last three decades. They need to fall quicker than that. There's just too many options out there. I agree. There's a thousand and one other things that you can do besides get behind a wheel when you're drunk. Uh, wholeheartedly agree. I mean, I tell anyone that knows me, and we don't even have to be close friends, they all know that they can call me at any given hour and that I will gladly go pick them up because yeah. I am so against drunk driving. I'm like, right. look, I won't even ask what. I used to help out with youth groups, uh, if you can imagine the way I deal with podcasts now he but loves I, children it's uh, like i used to help out with youth groups all the time and we did we had a high school half of our youth we had a middle school and a high school half and in the high school half me and the other leader we always told them right look we do not you should not drink at this age we do not condone it however we are not dumb right we know is inevitable in a room of 60 teenagers some are gonna do it some of you are going to find yourself drinking. Right. If you ever do, please call us. I don't care if it's 2, 3, 4 in the morning. Mm -mm. We will not ask questions. We will not lecture no. you. You're drunk. It's worthless. Exactly. But please, please, please do not ruin your life by getting behind the wheel of a car. We can figure all this shit out come the next day. If you want to talk to us, we will talk to you then about how we found you. Right. I, and if you are of age... And you want to go out and have yourself a good time? That's awesome. That is, go out and, you know, party hardy with your friends. Have yourself a good time. Go bar hop and do what you got to do. But be smart enough to have a DD with you. And don't let your DD drink. No, that's just stupid right there. All I right, for my that. last story. I just get so mad at freaking drunk drivers. I, I can't Like I said, I, I had two friends back where, where I lived in the last spot. They that they had convictions. Uh, one had lost a license for a year. One for five. And I will tell you now, both of them never got mad at the fact they lost their license. No, nor should they. No, like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, even they admit to that was the dumbest mistake ever. Yes. And neither of them were involved in crashes or anything. Thank they goodness, got right. They were just caught drunk driving. Exactly. But even they, at both. Told, were open about nope i deserve it i they didn't try to drive on their they all they were like nope that was the dumbest thing i've ever done in my life i deserve it right. shit happens i was dumb i'm learning agreed okay we know what that means folks that's last clip all right and i got me a good story for the last one it's a fun story ain't nothing harsh or nothing no harsh no mellows Okay. Mellow, no harsh, harsh, no mellow. Okay. Don't harsh my mellow. There you are. Thank you. No mellows shall be harshed. <laughs> I'm talking about food mascots. All right. You were hungry this week, weren't I you? I must have been hungry while I was doing these <laughs> stories, damn it. <laughs> well, Some... except maybe not the zoo animal one. Yeah. That kind of brought a whole new... I don't eat great whites, so don't call in or write in. <laughs> I'm not eating none of that. Some foods uh, have mascots that, of course, we all know. I mean, they're famous around the world, goodness sake, some of them. I wish I were an Oscar Mayer wiener. wiener. Okay. But do you know the real names of these mascots? No. Not the one shit. you think they name. Like, could you tell me Captain Crunch's real name? Captain? <laughs> no. I have yeah. a final Kellogg. Horatio Magellan Crunch. What the fuck? That's his real name. 
Horatio Horatio? Magellan Crunch. What does Horatio come from? Magellan, I can see. They're probably going with Fernando Magellan. Yeah, Fernando Magellan. Whatever the hell his name. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Horatio's Like, I always see, okay, they were trying to give, like, a, a, a nod to a famous... Sailor, but I don't know a Horatio that was I don't a famous. Know Maybe they were watching CSI Miami. I don't know. We're gonna get no. <laughs> we're, we're gonna get like Amos, just like you dumbass. This fucking again. <laughs> yeah. Don't you? I ain't you guys never heard of Horatio? Yada yada. No. And, no. <laughs> <laughs> and just to let y'all know, he ain't even a captain. He just a commodore. Now what? <laughs> I just letting y'all know. Lucky the leprechaun. Commodore Crunch doesn't have the same. No. Eh. Horatio Crunch. No, it just doesn't do anything for me. Cat okay, crunch. Lucky the Leprechaun. Yes, from the Cyril. I thought it was Lucky. No, it actually started out as Waldo the Wizard. <laughs> Thank God people started calling him Lucky the Leprechaun, huh? We don't want another <laughs> yeah. Waldo. Waldo the Wizard, that's just yes. weird. I don't you know why, but that what? one went... Like, yes. that takes it to a whole new, really weird... Weird, yeah, I'm kind of glad they did away with the old Waldo the Wizard. Yeah, that's... Oh, you're going to love this one. Mr. Peanut. This is Mr. Peanut's real name. Are you ready, people? Yes. Bartholomew Richard Fitzgerald Smith. <laughs> is he not the whitest peanut you've ever heard of in your life? What, what were they giving a nod to every plantation owner in fucking South... <laughs> I think so. What the hell? So that is the whitest peanut ever. That Bar- was the most racist name you could give Smith. a nut. <laughs> I think we should just stick calling him Mr. Peanut. Oh, the Pillsbury Doughboy. What's his oh, name? I used to know this one. Yeah. And I can't think Pop of it. Poppin' Fresh. That's it. Yeah. And if you look on their website, he's actually got a grandma, a grandpa, a wife, a brother, a dog, and they all got cool names. What the hell? Yeah, they got like this whole story with Poppin' Fresh. <laughs> Someone <laughs> Someone was, has too much time on there. <laughs> was having a little fun at work, a little too much fun. <laughs> Guess what I get? Okay. <clears throat> the Honey Nut Cheerio Bee. Do we know his name, folks? You are killing me. I don't know any of these. Busby. Okay. Buzz- that makes sense. Busby. Buzz I mean, it's not original, but it makes sense. And I freaking love the cereal. I'm all for you, Buzz. Hey, I, I am all for anything. I'm not sure The Keebler Elf. Mm. I feel like I should know that one. Ernest J. Keebler. Ernest? Ernest. Okay. Kind of white, too. Well, he is Ernest a little is white fellow. Yeah. Kinda no one likes to be named Ernest. No. Hi, my name is Ernest. No but Ernie the... sounds okay to me. Yeah, but no one under the age of, like, 80 has a name Ernest. That's true. Okay. Chester Cheetah. Yeah, y'all thought it was Chester Cheetah. Guess what it was originally. I thought it was Chester. It is it is Chester Cheetah now. But guess what it was originally. What, Walter the Wizard again? No. <laughs> it was Cheeto the Mouse. Cheeto the Mouse? Yes. They I changed the name, the animal. <laughs> The product. No. They just scrapped that whole shit. <laughs> they were like, this cheetah mouse thing sucks. But That's... he did, but the mouse, he still dressed in like a blue dapper suit, you know, so he was still cool looking like Chester well, Cheetah. I mean, I guess it makes sense because you're trying to go with cheese. Mice love cheese. Yes. Well, I he see didn't like exactly their take off. thought process behind it. Yeah, they went with the cheetah, which is good for him. Okay, hamburger helper. 
the muffin guy, the <laughs> mitt guy. The mitt guy. Dang. If you know. could see his hand going, dang, dang, dang. yeah, I'm really glad <laughs> it's a visual thing sometimes. His name is Lefty. I guess he's a left mitt. Go hamburger helper. Nesquik. The bunny? Yeah. I th- is Nesquik. No. Is <laughs> the Nesquik bunny named Quickie? Oh, that's yeah, close enough. <laughs> His wife may call him that. Yes. His wife, she's on the uh, strawberry milk one. <laughs> so. Okay. The Hawaiian punch guy. Oh, the Kool-Aid man. Yes. Mr. Kool-Aid man. <laughs> no, oh, it's yeah. punchy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Punchy. Just, uh, you know, give you a little heads up or next time you're out looking at all them things, you're going to be like, that dude's name is Lefty. Your wife is going to be so impressed with you. I know she's not. <laughs> All that's going to do is next time I go grocery shopping, I'm just going to get punched more. <laughs> if that was ever a thing before. <laughs> Looky, honey, it's Quickie. What'd you say? <laughs> Look, honey, it's Horatio. What the hell are you looking at? It's going to be Bartholomew <laughs> James the <III. laughs> That's the whitest peanut I ever did say. That's a little Jimmy Carter peanut. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's bad. (laughs) My last one is going to be a forest of food for my last clip. So I shouldn't keep on the food theme. Yeah, I like food. (laughs) Atlanta, Georgia is known for being one of the major cities that was the center of that civil rights movement during the 60s. Sure. Well, in recent years, it has taken on another social justice fight, combating what we call food deserts. Hmm. The urban food forest at Browns Mill Road in southeastern Atlanta, Georgia, on the on by the city of Atlanta to improve food access to eliminate food deserts in the impoverished communities in the city. This 7.1 acres of land, which is located in an area identified as a food desert, provides free food including fresh fruits, vegetables, herbs, and nuts to feed families who otherwise don't have access to these resources routinely. Wow. The urban food forest, which is actually the largest of its kind in the U.S., has support from the USDA, the U.S. Foods uh, Forest Service Community Forest Program. And yes, I said that right. That is, it's literally like, yeah. (laughs) Uh, which is actually the people that gave them the grant to fund the initial startup of this project, and a long list of community partners, uh, area schools. They all ensure that this operates efficiently and adequately to service the families of Browns Mills, Lakewood, and the surrounding communities in southeast Atlanta. The site was formerly a working farm as recent as the year of 2000, so the land was already pretty fertile when they kind, you know, they they plotted this land out. We tried. One of our foods that we tried for our, uh, what do you call it there, food for thought thingy. Uh, package thoughts? Package thoughts, thank you. One of the foods we tried for package thought, remember? It had like, it was a, a... Oh, are you talking about the one we did for International Month in May? It was down in Mexico, I think it was. Was it Mexico? The for like people fruit who, one. Yeah. Right? Yes, it was like a little fruit bar. People who, can't, who don't have access to fresh fruit. Yep, you can get yeah. the little fruit. Yes. Okay, okay. Well, this is all headed up by the lady named Soseta Lumpkin. Uh, and Fuzzy she Lumpkin. is a, a, just an amazing heaven-sent angel. A- a- amen to that. 
Uh, a desert community is a community that has no fresh vegetables or healthy foods within walking distance. That's what's considered a food desert. Um, and that's what we're trying to decrease the health disparity and provide healthy food. That's that awesome. Is just her, that is amazing. And she took it in this, this urban part of southeast Atlanta that was considered a food desert because there, there wasn't any in, walk, in, in a walkable distance. And Which kind of surprises me about Atlanta. Yeah. 7.1 acres, and now it is all filled with, like I said, fruits and vegetables and herbs and nuts and just anything That's that awesome. you can grow and plant pretty much uh-huh. is there to an extent. And it's, They have access to a, something healthier than a candy bar. And not only access, completely free. Yeah. And it's all awesome. kept up, and it shows them also how to, like, anybody that goes in there can also help plant and water and feed these so that way it shows them also like if you're truly interested in like how do i grow right pr- sustaining it for yourself yeah they do like little things on how show you how how do you grow this well this is what we're going to do this week this is how we maybe gonna weed start this. a backyard garden or something exactly and like i said a bunch of the you know it's it's highly touted by the local community and you know so support it a lot of the local places help out. Uh, the area schools use a lot of times for their classrooms, you know, oh, go out yeah. there and they'll, they'll take part of it so that sure. way they can learn. It's great for their class and it helps out more and more. I think that's amazing. They should do more of these. I think it is absolutely awesome. And I just, I want this to be more and more known about because I just think this is an amazing thing. Like, 10 years ago, a contractor bought the same property that they're talking about uh, to build 100 condos to get more people in the neighborhood, but that fell through. And that's when they had the, the idea to, instead of taking all these, someone else to buy and put more condos in there, they bought it out and kept it to be able to do this. And I think it's absolutely amazing. You know, I don't know if it's a Pennsylvania thing. It may not be. It may be a lot of states. I really don't know. But I do know that in Pennsylvania... There are fruit stands and all set up alongside of the road when yes. it's in season, like everywhere. Yeah. I mean, you know, you go 10 minutes down the road, you can find one. They used to be all down in South Georgia. I know Is it, all the time that's too. what I'm saying. It might be in a lot of other places but as I don't well. I've never really seen it in Missouri. Hmm. No, I don't when think I was out I did. in Missouri, I don't ever remember really seeing them in the summer. <laughs> but in South Georgia, I do remember. Always seeing because at the end of my street, there used to be a guy that used to always come up, yes, depending on the season, what he would have up there. Now Mm. it was shady because it wasn't like I will say in Pennsylvania, they actually have like little stands, right? Homeboy just had the bed of his truck, yeah. But first of all, best watermelon I've ever had in my life came from him every year. But he used to also sell more than just watermelon, he oh, yeah, cantaloupes, he grew greens, uh, I think he had potatoes sometimes, he had all kinds of probably boiled peanuts. I freaking love bull pigs. Yeah. He had all kinds of stuff, always from the bed of his truck. But it was... Hey, it was if it's amazing. good, it's good. And he was. He was just a local farmer. That's... He pulled, you now, know? I think that is amazing. I really think that's awesome. I think there should... I I hope more people look upon this and decide to do something for their own, perhaps, neighborhood that might be... What do they call that? Food desert. Yep. It's, a, it's considered a food desert if you don't have any, like... Access to fresh fruits and vegetables within a walkable yeah, distance. Wow. Okay. Well, I know I ain't in no food desert out here. 
No. And like I said, there are opportunities to get involved and volunteer with this forest. Uh, Celeste Lomax is a lady that actually heads uh, the community engagement part of the forest. Uh, she started out as a volunteer just to simply help out. She liked the idea. And she now oversees the herbal garden. That's amazing to me. I hope more people, you know, really do take it upon themselves to do something. Absolutely amazing. I thought it was you're, the coolest thing ever. You're awesome, woman. Absolutely awesome. Yeah, Miss... I I can't well, remember her name. Yeah. You did say it, but she is amazing. I think that is amazing. I wanted to bring that up. Yes. I thought that was a good feel-good story yes, to end it, it with. Uh, <laughs> Agreed. I think more people should get around that, and if you know of a food forest around you... Food help desert. out with that. No, one of these food oh, forests. Oh, the food forest that's in the food desert. Yeah, that's Got trying it. to okay. make sure there's no more food desert. <laughs> right. And it's just absolutely awesome. Yes, amazing. Well, that is was my last clip. Uh, that was all the rest I have for the day. That's all I got. Thank you so much for joining in with us for another mm -hmm. wonderful episode. Uh, I know we ran actually decently long this week, but I, I think we got into some pretty good conversation. Thought we yeah, got some we did about the stories, yes. I know. I feel like this week I have learned more out of this podcast <laughs> than we I We try have. to keep it down to a decent time for y'all, but this one just became rather... I feel like inquisitive in each story. It was I learned so much. Yeah. You threw out three stories that just blew my mind <laughs> with different facts. And uh, I was afraid my stories didn't have enough grit to them this week, but I I really feel they do now. <laughs> they do. That it turned out well. Yeah, I'm glad. I have to uh, say, let us know. Let us know what y'all think. Do you mm -hmm. think it turned out well? Yeah. Or was this a train wreck and we just think it's all right? Yes. Let us know. <laughs> Are we um, just fooling ourselves? Yeah. Well, you can let us know. I mean, it is three thirty our time so it's very possible that we're just really in depth into it right yeah. now <laughs> let us know what you think was it a train wreck was it great uh what did you think of the stories what were your opinions on mm -hmm. the stories what did you learn this week you can let us know this by going like i said at the top of the show to our facebook or twitter our email all the links in the description below yep, we know. absolutely love you guys thank you for listening in mm -hmm. this to this longer episode but you know what y'all deserve it y'all fucking rock i love our kinfolk yes um, and just like we say every week, we love our animals. Obviously, we had oh, several yeah. animal stories in here, like we do every week, it seems. Uh, <laughs> um, if you want an orange cat, let me know. No, that's not what we say. <laughs> no! Um, <laughs> no, I couldn't get rid of my sick boy. I, I love him. He's going to be the death <laughs> man, but I love him. Uh, make sure you help control the pet population. Mm -hmm. Spay and neuter your pets. And, and some, some of your, your relatives. relatives. Like but, um, any bump. of them that are, you know, just going to drive drunk and then... Crash into a state troop car. I think we can or start. if you have a pet narwhal, we'll start with a new one. Oh my god, it's a narwhal.